I think so many people get caught up in comparison and they never actually look at like, do I really want that thing? Mm. Do I really want that life? You know, because you look at these people or the, the example we alluded to earlier of you and what you're like, you know, people maybe message you and say, Oh, you're killing it. And they think one thing and you're like, yeah, I am killing it. And when, and then if they find out the details, they're like, maybe they don't even want that life. You know, maybe it's not for them. And that's, that's okay. That's not a bad thing, but it's like people just get so caught up in comparison that they never actually ask the question of like, what do I want? You know, why am I comparing? But like, really my belief is you just need to deconstruct. If you have a negative relationship with comparison, deconstruct that. And it's really just a check-in point. And it's like shift the lens that you're looking at comparison through because when you start looking at it as an opportunity, like, oh, this person is doing that, that is possible. Welcome to Modern Happiness, where we believe happiness is a choice. Our goal is to share how we and our high-performing guests choose happiness, covering topics such as fitness, mindset, relationships, business, and much more in today's world. Here are your hosts, Matt Mahalik and Taylor Sleaford. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Modern Happiness. Today, it is Matt and I, and we have a lovely conversation prepared for you guys. Matt, how you doing? I'm so good, dude. Best day of the year, first of all. We are in Deuce's new beautiful home with, obviously, Shaw's here. Shaw the dog, podcast dog. We wore him out. He's napping right now. He looks so cute. He's with got a, my jacket on. A blanket on, so. on. It's also June. It's June 1st as of recording this. And you know what that means? It's summertime. Mm. We already it, said it's the best day of the year, but it's summertime. So it's yesterday was not summertime? or It's technically not summer till June 21st. Do we solstice. live our lives on technicalities? Do you live your life It's all relative. Time is relative. <laughs> okay. it's all, I don't want to hear your conspiracy theories. That's not a conspiracy theory. It's science. <laughs> time, science. relativity. We'll uh, get Neil deGrasse Tyson on here one day. I'll tell you all about it in layman's terms. <laughs> is that before mur- or after Oprah? Are, do we just stop the podcast when Oprah comes on? When Oprah comes on, uh, yeah, that's it. We can we can call it. We'll also, start a new podcast called uh, Modern Horniness, <laughs> and we will just redirect. And completely. I will not be a part of that. Deuce, maybe. Um, I'm out. Yeah, I'm Deuce out. is out. So Deuce and I and Shaw are going to go our separate ways. <laughs> I mean, by the time we get Oprah on, I'll have a lot more friends. So. I mean, Matt, that's actually, Matt. Matt's changed his life trajectory a lot. So he's about due for... <laughs> a new change of career. Oh boy. Where's this going? <laughs> um, also we had a few technical dif- difficulties. We are currently drinking screwball peanut butter whiskey. Um, Thanks mom. Sheila sent that for uh, Easter. I think hell's yeah. Sheila. Sheila. Um, if you guys would like to sponsor the podcast, feel free to reach out. Um, Cause to, it's delicious. Uh, deuce to deuce. Do, well, deuce. yeah, I was going to give your email, but you don't have an email. Modern, modern, modern happiness, happiness podcast at gmail. gmail.com. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But send nudes. (laughs) Um, Speaking of happiness, since this is the modern happiness. Were we? we? uh, Have you guys heard of this thing? So have you seen, I I rewatched this. This like makes me so happy. Um, There's a a Coke did a commercial and I think there's been other kind of spinoffs, but they got this actor guy. He's really good at laughing. I think it's in London. Actor guy. Actor guy. Sorry. Just like, well, there's no, like there's no um, like wait, waitress, waitresses. You're just a waiter. We're taking out the he, she's, and whatever. Oh, I see. So just actor. So I was just being, yeah, and I was being accurate with my language that it was a male actor. 
Are not you sure? Actress. Or they're not changing? Them? I don't fucking care, honestly. Let's just keep going with my story. <laughs> <laughs> you brought it up, so yeah, but you corrected me. And anyway, so this guy's on actor guy, actor guy. There's this actor guy, and he's on the train, and he just he's holding his phone, he's watching a video, presumably, and he starts laughing. He's like, ha, 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 and he starts laughing more and more, and his laugh is so contagious that everyone on the subway just starts laughing, and it's like oh, it warms my heart so much. And then recently, I've seen this kind of TikTok trend where you can just start fake laughing until you're really laughing. It's true. I mean, have you ever heard that if you're having a really bad day, if you force a smile, it'll trick your brain into thinking you're happy? Yeah. Mm, that's I do that guys, all the time. By the way, we had some dope logo design talks earlier today. Yeah, I fully believe that. Mm-hmm. Taylor's topping me off with this peanut butter whiskey. Mm-mm-mm. It's surprisingly Screwball. good. It's my first time having it. I, I'm a, I'm a fan. Yeah, it's not like Fireball. I hate. Yeah. I, I mean, we all we all went through that phase. Uh, you, just judging you, based off. Do you know anyone that hates peanut butter? Uh, well, uh, my roommate's allergic to peanuts. Well, that's different. That's, that's like different. Yeah, but he'll, he'll like eat it because he's like it's so good. <laughs> yeah. I know. Exactly. One, I know so, one person. Who? I won't name them. Oh, okay. They Off air, and then we'll go butter. haze them. We'll talk later. Cool. I'm going to throw jars of peanut butter at their house. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Until they like it. Um. Okay. Talk oh, wait, but what I was going to say was that you want to just start fake laughing until we all start laughing hysterically. Ready? I'll start. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's working. <laughs> it happened really fast. I'm mostly laughing because yeah. <laughs> it was silly. Because I'm thinking, why are you the way that you because are? Because Sarah won't participate. And, oh, wonderful. Well, perfect. I feel fantastic now. I can't stop smiling. I know, me neither. Can you hear it? Um. I think that's the peanut butter whiskey. Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit of both. It's this cute doggo over here. Um, so speaking of happiness, today we are going to talk about comparison. Sick segue. That's what I do. That's, that's a sick that segue. That's what I do. <laughs> Deuce is dying over here. I can't even. Nailed it. I can't even right now. Um, comparison. Comparison. So I've got a lot of thoughts. Um <laughs> Uh, as he goes silent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Matt, what... Okay, here's the thing. What's the first thing that comes to mind when I say comparison? I think there's such a negative connotation around comparison. For what, you or for other people? I think in general. Like, we'll talk about this. I don't... I don't... I've got... It's taken a lot of work, but I don't really compare myself too much anymore. But when I do, I think we have the same philosophy on this. When I do, it's for a purpose. Um, but I think in general, comparison for most people is like they think yeah this person's doing this how come i'm not and yep. that leads to i feel like that leads to inaction mm-hmm. and doubt well we've i don't know if we've talked about this in the podcast you and i talk about it a lot you talk about it with your your clients i talk about it with my clients but i really believe it leads to imposter syndrome mm. Mm. because when you comparison all of a sudden you start comparing and then you're like looking at someone else and they're like, well, who am I to do that? And then you just like, well, yeah, I stop. Like I, I can't do that. Yeah. It leads to an action. Yeah. And that's, it's, it's tough. And I think that's the conversation where it's like, Instagram's a highlight reel. And we've had this conversation on the podcast, but to repeat, like, I think Instagram should be a highlight reel, especially when you're using it for your business. You are here marketing to show people that there is a better way it doesn't matter if you're selling stance socks, by the way, if anybody wants to donate Taylor some socks, he's got 
a few holes in his right foot over uh, here. If Stance wants to sponsor me or the podcast. Listen, I know Kathy's listening. Kathy, your boy needs uh, some fresh I, Stance socks. Almost guaranteed I'm going to get some socks. Yeah. yeah I'll, take, I'll take a bear too, you know. <laughs> so we'll do this. Uh, anyway, <laughs> but it doesn't matter if you're selling socks, uh, whatever you're doing. If you're promoting your business on Instagram, yes, I think you should be high that real. But then what that leads to is other people seeing that and going, wow, for example, look how great Matt's life is. And he's just on here and he's crushing content. Like I've, I've had people who literally say, like, looks like you're killing it over there. And I'm like, yeah, it certainly does look like that <laughs> because that's the perception I do want to put out because I, mm. I want people to see that. Are you killing it? Fuck yeah, I am. I'm living the dream over here. However, what, Hold what, on. what do they qualify as me killing it? Yeah, what – no, what do you qualify? That's what I want to know. Oh, okay, yeah, great. Great question. Um, killing it to me is doing something that I love. Um, not – I've been really thinking about this a lot, like, the last month or so. Um, how much I would just, like, hate to work for someone else's dream. And we talk about that in our Finding Purpose podcast, but – that's okay if that's what you want to do, right? And we had Billy Hahn talking about working nine to five. But like for me, I would rather be making the $20,000 a year, but like doing something I love. And I did that as a personal trainer, moving here to Colorado. And that was making me so happy. The money didn't matter. But it, I think what I've been reflecting on is it's not just the money. It's, um, it's just the working for myself, pursuing my dream. And my dream has shifted a bunch. Um, but anyway, to kind of answer your question, um, yeah, well, no, I guess I am answering a question. I'm living the dream because I'm pursuing my passion. And yeah, my so passion's evolved, and it's gone from personal training to, well, a lot of stuff, right? But personal training to photography to business coaching. And what else have you done? I wrote my bike cross country. Uh, <laughs> guys, we are going to start, if you've ever watched New Girl, we're going to start a jar. Every time Matt talks about his bike trip, mm -hmm. he has to donate money to the jar. I'll gladly do that. If Boom. One dollar. One dollar right there. One dollar. Cool. I only have a two dollar bill. <coughs> I have two two dollar bills. Well who carries cash? I'll start doing one We're Satoshi. only like seven minutes in the podcast, so guaranteed you'll bring it up again. You know what a Satoshi is? No idea. So it, one Bitcoin is like one point zero 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 Bitcoin. But a Satoshi it, you can buy Bitcoins as as little as like point zero 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 one Bitcoin. So that point zero 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 one, however many it is, is a Satoshi which people think is that that's the person who invented it. So anyway, I don't carry cash, but you know, if you want me to start donating. By the way, if you guys want to learn whether you should invest in Bitcoin, go check out our podcast with John Freemeyer. Yeah, that's right. Episode 18. I got the thumbs Sick. up from Deuce. Nailed it. Okay. So going back to your, the, the question that I asked you, you said people message you on Instagram. They're like, dude, it looks like you're killing it. Mm -hmm. And you're like, cool. Yeah. That's what I want you to think. And then I asked, are you killing it? And you said, you said, yeah. And you just define that for you. That's what's killing it. But what do you think they perceive? Yeah, probably that, you know, clients are flooding my inbox and I have no problem with my launches and that I just, oh, like I'm about to launch again soon. So I'm going to put out, hey, I'm looking for 12 personal trainers who want to make a buttload of money. I'll say it a bit differently than that. Mm. Well, maybe I'll try that. Um, How much is a buttload? Yeah. Well, <laughs> is, is that individualized? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Who's better we talking about? Um, anyway, I had a lot to say, but I'm just going to move on. Uh, <laughs> oh God, we're losing Taylor. <laughs> we lost him. I think he's making himself laugh over here. Uh, 
uh, uh, <laughs> buttload. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, we're off the rails. A buttload of money is I don't know. It's, it's deuce, okay. Deuce, can you define? Go Google. Google buttload, buttload of money. Um, um, move, so what I'm getting at is, they said you're killing it. You said yeah, I'm killing it. However, your definition is likely different than theirs. Yeah, I'm loving showing up on Instagram. I'm loving inspiring people. I love the work that I do. I love living in Colorado and going on hikes and all this stuff and snowboarding once a week and all that stuff. To me, that's killing it. And again, what I think they're thinking is, yeah, when I when I launch, like probably have my inbox is flooded and and it's no problem for me to make money off you know my my program and all this stuff. Uh, where in fact that may not always be the reality. Where, you know, they don't see the, we talk about this a lot. They don't see the, like, yeah, I snowboard and I can do all the fun stuff and I'm building a business I love. But it's also like I work 14 hour days sometimes, a lot of times because I have audacious goals. And yeah, um, I think at the same time, I love doing it. It's actually really cool. Um, you know, I'm a part, I've been a part of your program, the PTBA and do some mindset mastermind calls. And there's a client of yours who we won't name, but at one point talked about like the lifestyle that we live. And that's part of the reason that person signed up and like, how do I do that? How do I, they see that on Instagram, you and I go to the, during the winter, every Thursday when snowboarding, it's on Instagram, you see it. And I want that lifestyle and have clients. And we were very honest with that client. Like, Hey, that is what we're doing because we prioritize it. And sometimes it takes sales calls on the mountain. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes it's like we're rushing back because one of us has a call at 4 p.m. Like, or I'm working Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, that's another big or one, right? Some like, of my other friends have the weekend off, but yeah. I chose to go on the mountain on Thursday. Right. We go to the mountain for half a day, and then we're working seven days a week. Dude, if we, and the if choice we, that and, we make. Yeah, and if we talk about the kind of entrepreneur life, it's, it's like, um, oh, man, I just lost my train of thought. But it's this... Oh, fuck, I lost my train of thought. Damn it. It was a good one, though. Entrepreneurial life. It'll, I'm sure. Um, no. Oh, I know what it was. But it's, you know, people who work nine to five, maybe, I know it differs for everyone, but like, you don't really have to take work home. Five o'clock ends, you get in your car, you drive home, and then you get to whatever, go work out, eat dinner, hang out with your girlfriend, or whatever that looks like. But for me, it's like I'm always thinking about it, and I'm always like, oh, I could always do something else. I could always add something to schedule, and, and I do a lot of the times. Yeah, this is... Uh... That's a great example. So I've worked one corporate nine to five job. And when you talk about that example, it's so funny. You know, I was like, I don't know, maybe mid tier. I worked for a mechanical company. We did commercial AC plumbing and electric. We lived in Florida. Air conditioning is huge, really successful company. We did a lot of um, like hospitals and schools and I don't know, maybe 40 employees, but of those 40 employees, like 25, 30 of them are like service techs out in the field. So very small office staff. So like I worked in the office and, you know, it's funny, you would see some of the, like maybe other employees and they, you know, the boss is gone for the day or like the guy who founded the company or like he doesn't understand and all this stuff. And they're like this comparison and whatever. And like, they're all upset and like, this shouldn't happen this way. And that shouldn't happen that way. And they're like, he can just come and go as he wants. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, well, when you go home, you can lay your head on your pillow at night and you don't have to worry about it. As soon as you clock out, you can go do whatever. But, you know, he has to worry about providing for you, keeping the lights on, like, yeah. you know, and so it's like, 
we got to pick a new healthcare program or, oh my God, numbers are down this month. Like, holy crap. Like, I'm about to fire someone. How do we get fires up? Yeah, fire someone. Hiring people is like a whole ordeal. And it's like, so the funny thing about, the reason I bring this up is comparison, right? You, You think a lot of times about if you're like, a lower level employee, let's say of a company, you think about the boss and you're like, oh man, like they haven't made all this stuff. Well, first of all, they did all the things to get there and they went through that work. Um, and then second of all, you probably don't want their responsibility. I mean, I remember Matt, you and I have both coached CrossFit and, uh, I've been a coach where I'm just a coach and I show up to my class and then I'm like, peace out. And there's drama or there's like, you know, we're losing members. I don't have to worry about, and the owner is stressing out and like all this stuff. And like, people think, Oh, I want to own a CrossFit gym. Like, Oh, that would be cool. Mm-hmm. And it's like, do you, you know, because you compare, but you don't realize like the responsibility that comes oh, with I that. I can own a gym. I can work, you know, I can work out whenever I want. It's like, no, you're yeah. not doing it. You're running a business. Most gym owners no. don't work out. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So you tell me a little bit about, you know, how you see comparison. Mm. And when you hear that word, what do you think? <clears throat> yeah, it's changed a lot. I would say the, actually, as we were talking, one of the first things that came to mind. Um, so big part of my story, 2018, I, I had coached CrossFit for five years, decided to get out of that. I wanted to coach full time. I was barely scraping by, not making money, burned out, got a job at Colorado state university, Clemson university, tried the college training and conditioning thing. Still burned out, working even more hours, getting paid even less. Um, took this desk job in Orlando and realized I don't want to work a desk job from like day one, week one. And I was like, I felt I hit what felt like rock bottom. Like I didn't believe you could do what you wanted and make good money. So I decided I might as well try this online coaching thing. At the time, 2018, it wasn't, it was kind of coming on the scene, but not, not really big. And anyways, Fast forward, I ended up investing in this coaching program, this business program. Um, And a a big part of it was mindset and language. And that's stuff that I talk about now. And I talked about on a previous episode and how like soft talk, right? I'm going to, I think I'm going to start my own business or I'm going to try and start my own business. And the reason I said those things. So for me at the time, I looked at, if you're in the CrossFit space, um, you know, places like training, think tank, CrossFit Invictus, uh, Misfit Athletics, OPEX, like these were the leaders in like remote program design, like online coaching. And I looked at them and I was like, this is what I want to do. Like I, without a shadow of a doubt, like if I, you know, I, I now ask a lot of my clients, what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? If you asked me, that's what it was. It's like, I want to work with these high level CrossFit athletes, like just coach remotely, like do the whole thing. And I didn't believe that I could do it. So I, I was comparing myself with those people and those people have games athletes. So for those of you that, who maybe don't understand CrossFit, this would be like, uh, you know, looking at Bill Belichick and the Patriots and Tom Brady. And like, you're like, Oh, I want to be a football coach. And you're like, well, who am I to do that? And so that's kind of one of the first reminders where like that actually, which is funny, that's 2018. So 2016 was technically when I started my own business, my LLC, um, for fitness remote coaching. And really that limiting belief just like paralyzed me. Cause I was like, who am I? They have like the best in the world. How do I, it was the imposter syndrome. How do I get from point? I'm at point a, how do I get to, they're at point Z. How do I bridge that gap? And, you know, fortunately this program that I was in and people that I was around and resources that I was reading helped me overcome that. And all of a sudden, like a light switch, as soon as I believed that I could do what I wanted, clients just like, came to me. It was wild. 
And I would say that that's like one of the first kind of memories of, and I would say even growing up, it was like comparing myself to other people and like in a negative way of like, if I'm not as good as them, then I'm not worthy or, you know, what's wrong with me if I can't do what other people can do. Maybe it's like, I mean, I remember I was, I was like a 4.0 student in high school and I, I graduated college with honors, sum laude or something, whatever that means. Um, but I'm not a good test taker. And like my ACT scores were come, not. Come, loudly. <laughs> Summa come loudly, I believe. Nice. Deuce confirms. She Googled it. Uh, now she's on Pornhub. She's getting distracted. <laughs> I remember I was not a good test taker. So I'd look at my ACT scores or SAT scores relative to like, you know, and I'm like, oh man. And I just felt like shit. Um, and so it's come a long way. But now we were talking about this earlier. I view when I look at comparison, uh, I compare myself all the time, every day. Like that's partly why I do CrossFit. Like if you're not familiar with the CrossFit methodology, it's like all workouts are for time. They're measurable, right? So it could be like, you know, you're going to do three rounds of a 400 meter run and, you know, 15 burpees for time. And if I get seven minutes and Matt gets six minutes and 55 seconds, sounds right. Should never happen. Burpees uh, and running. You want to test this? What was Dude, that workout? I'll take you. 400 meter run and how many burpees? 15. Oh, let's go. Let's go. Let's do it. Um, I can measure myself, right? It's, it's, we did the same workout, the same range of motion and I can see. And the cool thing is every single day I'm at the gym, I can track and like, I can see people that I'm kind of close with and I'm like, oh, I'm a minute apart or I'm 30 seconds apart. And it's honestly, I believe everything in life and this is what I teach and what I do with my clients is it's all about mindset. It's about the lens that you choose to look at through. And the lens that I choose to look at comparison is like, how can I get better? And when I look at, you know, I talked about the fitness coaching and I used to look at like these other people who were like rock stars in the field. And I'm like, oh man, and it would paralyze me. And now like as a life coach, a leadership coach, a mindset coach, uh, I actually had a call last week with a guy who is, you know, 10, 15 years ahead of me. And all of a sudden, you know, he started talking about stuff and I'm like, Oh man, cool. I never thought about that. I could do that. And it's honestly inspiring is the only word that comes to mind. So I think that really rather than beating yourself up over that. Yeah. yeah. And unfortunately that's what so many people do when it's comparison. It's like, Oh, you know, well this girl looks this way and I don't look this way or like, you know, CrossFit, this guy can lift 500 pounds. I can't lift right. that much. And this is the big thing that, um, we had Rachel Musail on, at connections with the rage now episode eight potentially um and she always says this and i always love this but people are you can't compare someone's chapter 100 to your chapter 10 and we don't know what chapter people are on we don't know what this person who lifts more than you who's been lifting since he was 12 years old and had maybe this strength coach and and deadlifted you know three days a week for the last 10 years right you, you don't know that and Ultimately, like you said about CrossFit, it's cool to compare yourself to other people or kind of have that gauge of like, oh, I can get better. This is an op awesome opportunity for me to like, this person's doing this. It's possible for me. At the same time, you can only really compare yourself to yesterday. And are you making the improvements um, that you want to see? Otherwise, like, yeah, then really that's all that matters. Because if you're not doing the things based on where you're at to improve, then yeah, comparison is probably going to eat you up alive because you're going to go, 
this person's doing this and, and I'm not doing it. But if you're like, well, I've only been doing this for a year and look where I was last year. Last year I wasn't even doing this. But now this year I have this many clients or this year I'm lifting this much weight or this year I'm whatever that looks like. And that's when you can see, whoa, there's actually growth here. And, you know, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. Sure, some people, my mentor, I'm 31 years old. My mentor, my last program, Rachel Bell's 25. She had a million dollar launch. She launches her program, makes over a million dollars. So I could be like, I'm 31. The fuck is wrong with me? Like, I'm just figuring out life now. She's so fucking woke. And she's got an incredible... <laughs> You know what I mean? Uh, she's got this crazy program. She's got teams. She's got assistant coaches, all this thing, all these things. And it's like, so what? Like, I didn't even start this till last year. And like, I was being an engineer and like, you know, I rode my bike cross country. Dude, do you know that? Perfect. We got that $2 bill going in the jar. <laughs> uh, let us know what um, charity we should donate this jar, because we're about to make a lot of money. Bikes across America. Is that a thing? That's should, not a thing. should be. <laughs> um, um, I'll take you across America. But yeah, but I, I, again, I think it's going back to like, compa like compare yourself to yourself. Am I improving? Am I doing the things to get myself to where I want to, want to go to? When you're looking at other people, like you said, use it, use it as inspiration. Wow, this person's 40 years old. Look what they've done, you know? I won't be 40 for another nine years. Imagine what I could do in nine more years. Yeah, because it's like, man, so many things come to mind. Well, you talked about growth and, and it really what comes to mind is the growth mindset, which is essentially when you adopt the growth mindset, you look at everything as an opportunity to grow. And the fixed mindset would be the polar opposite where it's like you believe you're born a certain way, right? You're either athletic or you're not. You're smart or you're not. And the cool thing about the growth mindset is like, you can always improve, right? It doesn't mean that you can play in the NBA. It doesn't mean that you can be Michael Jordan, but like if you're 12 years old, you can get better at basketball. If you want to make that basketball team, like you can work harder, you can make your middle school, your high school basketball team. And so like whatever that is for you. And I, I think so many people get caught up in co comparison and they never actually look at like, do I really want that thing? Mm. Do I really want that life? You know, because you look at these people who are, the, the example we alluded to earlier of you and what you're like, you know, people maybe message you and say, oh, you're killing it. And they think one thing and you're like, yeah, I am killing it. And when, and then if they find out the details, they're like, maybe they don't even want that life. You know, maybe it's not for them. And that's, that's okay. That's not a bad thing, but it's like people just get so caught up in comparison that they never actually ask the question of like, what do I want? You know, why am I comparing? But like really, my belief is you just need to deconstruct. If you have a negative relationship with comparison, deconstruct that. And it's really just a check-in point. And it's like shift the lens that you're looking at comparison through. Because when you start looking at it as an opportunity, like, oh, this person is doing that, that is possible. You know, I know like I, the program that I mentioned earlier that I went to, it was a, a business program for fitness coaches. And there's people posting all the time in this Slack channel, like, Oh, just had a sale, made this much money, like growing. And I'm like, at the time, this was early on my journey. I was like, sick. They're doing it. Like this stuff works. It was inspiring. And then also I was like, man, I feel so behind. And then fast forward now, some of those program people went through another program that I went through, uh, another coaching program. And I got to know them a little better. 
And then I find out a little more about their lives. And then I listen to podcasts. And, I, you know, this whole time I had this picture of like, these people are 10 years ahead of me and they're doing this thing and they have this gym and all this stuff. And then, you know, I listen to some calls and I'm, I'm like, what? They're struggling with that? Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Like, I handled that business five years ago. Like, how are they even, you know? And so you, you never know what's going on behind the scenes. Dude, I love that. This is a perfect, like... <clears throat> To, to your exact story. Oh, I handled that five years ago. Why'd you do that? Because you were doing the things. Yeah. And I know you told me the story before and these people who are now in this like level three things and they're on all these calls and they're like in the slack and they're having conversations and you're like, oh my God, am I behind? But then come to realize like, oh, these people are still kind of in the same place. They've just, they're just taking more education, but they're not implementing anything and they're not like really doing the thing. Yeah. So a little more context, this, I went through a program, I got the level one certification and I was like, I want to implement, I want to coach people. I want to do the things. And then they announced there's a level two certification and they announced there's a level three and you got to take level two before you can take level three. And you know, I still, there's a big community group and I'm able to hear some like recorded calls for the level three thinking like, man, they're like, they must be crushing it at this point. And that's where, you know, I told you this story. And then I was like, Oh, they just actually haven't been coaching for the past two years. Yeah. They've been only taking education. Yeah. So to that exact point where now you're like, oh, wow, I'm actually way better off than these people. But I just kind of want to marry that with do the thing. If you're in such comparison that you're like, oh, my God, this person's at this point. How do you think they got there? They're, they're, they have a $100,000 business coaching, whatever, or they lift this much weight. Well, guess what? They started probably where you did with zero clients or lifting 10 pounds off the ground. So start lifting 10 pounds, get your first client. Cause then you're going to get two. That's the only way you're going to make any progress. And it's almost like, how about this? Get in alignment with what you want, put the blinders on and do the things, do the things that people are doing. You find someone that you're like, maybe you see someone and you compare yourself. And you're like, damn it. I wish I was that person. Like you said, is that something you actually want? And if it is, why don't you reach out to that person? And be like, how'd you get started? What's the first step? What's the first three steps? If maybe they'll share. And honestly, if you're reaching out to someone really high level, give them some value. Otherwise they get DM, they get to me DMs, like be someone of offer or go to someone a bit lower than them. But whatever they tell you, do the fucking thing. And this is what we talk about. Like hire a coach. You want to get to where you've never been before. Hire someone who's done it and do what they say to do. And then you can get to that point and then you'll be wherever you want it to be, you know, or a little bit closer. And guess what? You'll probably compare yourself to someone else. But again, if you look back on the year ago, like now we're making progress. I'm getting yeah. fired up. I and don't... here is, yeah, you're talking dirty to me at this point. You said alignment. You said figure out. No, I'm not going to kiss you. Dude, oh, I just leaned in for the kiss. Man, I'm... You said I'm talking dirty. Like, you can't lead me on like that. Dude, I'm going to need 17 more bottles. You hear that, Screwball? Before... 17 purchases right there. <laughs> Matt's going to show up on our next podcast with 17 Screwballs. Yeah, and they'll be twice the size of that one. Um, yeah. Wow. I just... I'm lost talk, my train of thought. I'm talking dirty um, to you by going out and doing the things. I know we're almost, you know, skating around here, but it's well, like, the I, I got, I got it. Yeah. I mean, I got a, a hard truth for some of you. If you, if comparison has a negative connotation, you really need to do some soul searching. Like why is there a negative connotation? 
Why are you, why are you upset about it? Why does it bother you? Probably because you're not doing the things, mm-hmm. right? You're not putting yourself out there. And, you know, a favorite quote that I have is, in order to get where you've never gone, you have to be willing to do what you've never done. So those people you're comparing to, comparing yourself to, even if, it, if it's on Instagram, these models or like these people that have hundreds of thousands of followers are like, okay, what are they doing, right? Sure, there's chance and there's luck, but not really, right? There's, uh, I think it's Seneca, uh, it's a stoic philosopher quote that says luck is what happens when preparation meets opportunity, right? So if we talk about luck, that's the opportunity. What most people think about luck is the opportunity side of that, but you got to be ready because if, if somebody calls tomorrow for your dream job, are you actually ready for it? And yeah. if, you, if you can't answer that with a fuck, yeah, then what are you doing right now? Like yeah. what are, why are you wasting time on comparison? And, um, that's where that's it's so perfect with like even my or like i talk to personal trainers all the time i can help everyone well no you fucking can't here's a thousand clients you couldn't help them anyway so it's the same thing oh my god this person has this business and they make two hundred thousand dollars could you run a two hundred thousand dollar a year business a half a million dollar a year business highly unlikely yeah and do you even want to work that hard yeah like not to say that hard work is a bad thing or like that you want to be a lazy person but we won't, we won't dive into this. Matt and I have talked about, but it's like a lot about lately where it's like, yeah, I do want to grow my business and I want to help more people. But like at what cost? I don't want the next seven years of my life to pass by. And I didn't actually like do anything fun. I didn't go on adventures. I didn't experience life. I didn't meet new people. Yeah. I mean, this is literally what we're talking about right now, guys, both Taylor and I, it's like, we've been working really hard and I think this is part of summer coming around. It's like winter, you kind of hole up and, you know, we work hard and it's kind of the cycle of, of the seasons of your life and also the seasons of earth. Um, but then summer comes around. It's like, oh my God, like everything's opening up and COVID's kind of going away. The, here in Denver, Colorado, masks are kind of, you know, you don't have to wear them inside everywhere. And, it's, and yeah, just with summer coming around and it's all of a sudden it's like, man, I've been working so hard. Like we've lost our Thursday snowboarding days, you know, all these things and do yeah, we have these audacious goals to make X amount of money. Um, but is that worth working so hard that we don't get to hang out with friends or don't get to do, you know, now mountain biking days because it's summer, go golfing. Like, is that worth it? And, you know, yeah, I think you just have to answer that for yourself because for, for me, I think we both realize like, no, it's not. There's a great book called company of one where he talks about, cool. Yeah. You can, grow to a million dollar business. But you know what that comes with? That comes with 20 employees and an HR department and an accounting department, like all this stuff. So now you're not even doing what you love. Now you yeah. have to manage a company. You're a CEO. It's you're a, no longer yeah. doing what you were passionate actually, about. Actually, if wouldn't you just be fine with $150,000 and doing that year over year? And then maybe you just have a virtual assistant and it's just you and that one person and you're doing what you love and you don't need to scale so much. You don't have to work so damn hard to grow and keep finding new customers. You can have this steady business or whatever that looks like. Yeah. So I I think really like, you know, kind of some of my final thoughts around comparison, if I really think about why there's a negative connotation, I think it comes down to expectations. And, you know, you said it when you talked about alignment, it's like, figure out what do you want and why do you want it? And not what do you think you're supposed to want? What do your parents tell you? What do your friends tell you? What is like, we talk a lot about, we live in Denver, but if you grew up on the East coast, it's like you work that, 
you get that corporate job, it's 60 hours a week, eight hours a week. It's like you live to work and it's step away from that. It's like, what do you really want? Why do you really want it? And then if you're getting upset, like when you do comparison, if even if it's just like you go to the gym and you see the guy or the girl that's, man, they're always beating me in the workout. Why does that upset you? Well, probably because they're putting in the work. And are you willing to put in the work? Like your expectations are in a false place. If you're, if you're just doing, you know, one workout a day and the person that is your rival is doing two workouts a day, like what do you expect? Or if their nutrition is locked down or they're sleeping or like they're not drinking alcohol, like you can apply that principle to any aspect of life. So like, I really think if you're comparing yourself and then you get down or you have a negative connotation, it's like, look inward, what's going on with you and why are you upset about it? And it's likely cause you're, you're either, you're not doing the things or, or you have limiting beliefs, which we all do. I'm, I consider myself a mindset coach and I still have those. So like that is normal. And I'm here to tell you that like, we can get out of that. You consider yourself a mind coach or you are a mindset coach? Consider myself a lot of things. I don't know what you'd call it. I mean, okay. Yeah. I'm a mindset coach. I'm a life coach. I'm a leadership coach. I'm a fitness coach. Yeah. Hell yeah. You are world-class at all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did. This takes us back to episode one, you know, do what makes you happy. And I truly believe if you're doing that, you're not going to compare as much it. And I mean, I don't know. It's, it's a tough thing, but I, I've really realized that like through finding my passion and by riding your bike across the country. That, yeah, that's where it all began, baby. You owe me a dollar now. I got back to one dollar. Is that how that works? I don't it think that gates it. Deuce? I don't know. We'll think about it. We'll think about it. <sighs> well, if you tease me. But can I say something about comparison? I would love I, to hear I it. was going to, yeah. So, to me, comparison is like the lazy way out. You know what I mean? Like, you know how people fall back into negativity because it's the easy thing? It's so easy mm. to compare your life to somebody else's and be down about it. So like, if you know that you just have to know that and know, stop comparing yourself. Cause it's just gonna awareness yeah. is perfect. We yeah. talked about that with Colby Nepp uh, a few episodes ago and yeah, that's, it's absolutely right. Being aware of that. And, and like, like kind of, you're saying the opposite Taylor's like, Oh, this person's here. That's possible for me. And you're saying that person's there. Like I could never do that. So I'm just not even going to try. And yeah, that's the, that's, Kind of the easy way out. It's the easy, yeah. And it's boring. <laughs> yeah. It's boring. In my opinion. Well, and let's be honest. Episode one, happiness is a choice. We believe happiness is a choice. We say that all the time. Fuck toxic positivity. I'm going to say that right now. I don't think that's a real thing. And it's hard. Mm-hmm. Choosing happiness is hard yeah, every single day. You got to show up. You got to wake up. You got to do the hard things. You got to, you know, face adversity. But it's so worth it. It's so worth it. It's so fucking worth it. This is just having this conversation with a friend where like, she's a great runner. We went biking, didn't perform so well on the biking. And I'm like, we still had a great time biking and (laughs) easy at the smiles guys. Uh, (laughs) and, uh, and I'm like, what a great opportunity. She was like, hell yeah. Like great opportunity to get better at biking. And I'm like, exactly. And like, that's, if you can have that attitude about all things, then, then what does get you that? Yeah. Life is hard. Life gets sad. We talk about this all the time. Like that's why Taylor says fuck toxic positivity, because I think where people get like toxic positivity is like, no, no bad vibes. Like you can't feel sad. Yes, of course you can feel sad, but then what, then what are we doing? You can compare yourself and feel shitty about it, but then what? 
Are you going to keep going down that downward spiral? Or are you going to go in the upward spiral, stand the fuck up, and go, I'm a fucking badass, and I fucking got this, and I'm about to crush today. You know what? I'm going to do that one hard thing that I was putting off, and I'm going to do that right now. Boom. And that's going back to what I said before, that action, taking that action. Per- I love period. It. I love it. Yeah, if you – man, la- the last thing I have to say that, that comes to mind is – Really for anything, but if you think about comparison, if you are stuck in comparison and it's holding you back or really anything in your life, you think about if you keep living your life the way that you are, what will your life look like in 20 years? And if you're not pumped up and excited about that, you need to make a change. And we're calling you, we're calling you out a hundred percent. Preach baby. Mm-hmm. and we're doing it with love. Mm-hmm. And if you need help with that, reach out to me, reach out to Deuce, reach out to Matt. Like that's what we're here for. We want to be those people for you. So we're going to, we're going to spit the hard truth, but we're also going to support you and help you get on that way. Cause if we can do it, you can do it. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yes, sir. I love it. Taylor. That was beautiful. That is a beautiful. <laughs> can I get an amen? Amen. <laughs> Uh, that's where we're going to call it because that was fantastic. I think we've said enough on this and, uh, yeah, just do, just do it. Just do it. Find your alignment and do the things, do what makes you happy. And that's it guys. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. Shamalama, ding dong. Zippity zoppity. Give me the boppity. Bingo, bingo, bongo. Bingo, bingo, bongo. Until next time we are out of here. Peace.